Hello and thank you for tuning into the Young and Anointed podcast. This is a place for deep conversations about mindset, stewardship, and the development of a relentless pursuit of your passions. This podcast is a Sky Media production, and we hope that you enjoy the show. Thank you. And we're live. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. My name is Martel. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm the only one who says it three times. Thank you very much. My name is Karen Hubbard, otherwise known as Queen K. And I'm excited that you're here today whenever you get to listen to this. Yes. Today is the 31st Tuesday, another good old Tuesday, 8 a.m. And this is the Young and Anointed podcast. Episode number 40, James 2, 17. Mm. All right. So, you know, might as well just go ahead and let the people know what James 2.17 is real quick while we're here. Um, It says in the same way, faith by itself, if if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. James Mm. 2.17. That's what we're talking about today. Action. Faith without action and how it's dead. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. Whoo. Okay. Okay. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Go for it. Um, so this, as we do, we, we, we come up with these topics based on what's happening in the week. Um, we had a, well, in my head, there was a different topic idea earlier and it was the topic of like good intentions because in my week there was a bunch of stuff that started off real nice, or there was a bunch of great ideas that, when it came to the execution, it fell off or Mm. something happened or somebody had something or somebody went to jail or some, some, something random happened to where the plan didn't make it all the way through. Mm. And it happened in a couple different ways uh, with a couple of different people in a couple of different areas. And it just kept on coming up as like, man, this, this, this theme, this theme has to be what we talk about because now, and the funny thing is one of, some, one of the situations, a couple of different situations made room for the focus that I have now, the, the more, the, the execution that's about to take place for these next 30. Got a goal that I'm trying to get to. And it's crazy how the things that were gonna be in the way, the things that were gonna be a part of it, a part of my thoughts are ha- have, didn't work out so that now I can fully focus on what I need to do. Mm-hmm. So that's how that, this came up. That. This came up for me. Karen? Yeah. So um, per usual, we were discussing what the topic was going to be. And as we were reflecting about our weeks, I was trying to figure out, you know, how good intentions like, you know, showed up in my week. And that's that's what the topic we arrived at at first. But really digging into the meat of like our experiences, it ended up transforming into faith without works is dead, hence the verse for today. Just thinking about execution and the the way in which we are living our lives right now, like Martel and I, um, we execute differently. And we were thinking about different things that tend to either like, you know, stop people or like serve as a hindrance. 
And we were thinking about different aspects of the problem and trying to determine like, which is worse, right? Not knowing what to do or knowing what to do and not doing it. And I'm excited. I'm really excited to get into that just because like um, I come from a different perspective. Of course, Martel does as well. But I think we have some really good points to share specifically about faith and how if it doesn't have the work to accompany it, it's dead. And of course, like the, the verse says that specifically, but you can also have the work and not have the faith. And thinking about which is worth, I'm not really sure, but I'm sure we'll get to that in the conversation. But all right, where are we starting at? Um, right there, what you were saying about the not knowing what to do or knowing what to do or not doing it versus not knowing what to do at all. Because mm. um, you asked me this yesterday, which was, was it which was worse yeah. or or what I just thought about it. Because, well, what we can't what happened like, was we was were worse. talking and then, huh? I think it was about which was worse. Got you. Because my mind immediately started to go down the route of like, there's, we have, we have, when we think, when we have an idea, it's really exciting. It's really exciting to have an idea. So it's like, I use the example of like, if, if there was a bunch of people in a room and say this was a business conference and then everybody uh, was to, everybody was given a sheet of paper and a pen and they said, okay, now everybody write down as many ideas as you can think of to make a million dollars in a month. As many ideas you can think of. Everybody fills up their paper top to bottom, backwards, all of it, they get a new sheet of paper, fill that out. And everybody has a bunch of ideas on how to make a million dollars in a month, all the people. Now, this is great. This is a packed conference and we've got a million ideas on how to make a million dollars. But does that automatically guarantee that within a month, everybody's gonna be a millionaire? Not at all because the execution piece of it is almost more important than the idea. <laughs> so not knowing what to do or knowing what to do and not doing it. Um, I think you're both, they're both in the same spot of just having that idea. Either way, you're going to have to put in some sort of work. The person who doesn't know what to do, they need to put in the work of figuring it out. The person who knows what to do, they just need to move into action. But I say like you would think that being the person who knows what to do and not doing it, that's like an easy side. That's like a, you know, that's just their problem. That's just on them. And it is their problem and it is on them. But I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't take that too lightly because the thing is putting that action in is actually a whole it's a whole journey in itself like it's a mental battle to actually put the real the real work in to actually execute on whatever that idea was so like just because you know what to do it doesn't mean it just doesn't automatically mean that you've got it and so like just because you know we were saying that we're we're in that situation it's like I, i've known what to do for for months right and i just it's just doing it it's like all kinds of different stuff will come up like you're you know you're working or you got school or you've got uh somebody to take care of or whatever whatever life is is just throwing at you 
that stuff is probably keeping you preoccupied from actually doing this other thing that's going to get to the outcome that you're trying that you want. Mm -hmm. And so it's easy to stay in this preoccupied state and not move into action because you're all right. You're comfortable. You don't you don't really have like it's not compelling enough right now for you to actually just stop everything that you're doing and, and execute on this thing. You OK. But you know that it's just going to be delayed further and further down the road um, if you don't go ahead and take the action on what you already know what to do. So which is worse? I don't think there is a worse one. Either way, you need to do the same thing. Mm hmm. So, oh, so many thoughts. OK, so first of all, um, as we were like as you were answering the question, I was listening and I was trying to think back to an episode where we talked about like it, it takes work to stay where you are and it also takes work to move. And I think that I think specifically for the people that, you know, are having a hard time acting on what they know or what they don't know, like, you know, going in this going off on faith. I think both of those are centered around fear. Right. And I hate excuses. Right. Like I really, really hate excuses, not only from other people, but for myself. But I was thinking about the difference between both of those people, like thinking about which one is worse. I think that they're both just as bad situations to be in. I think they're both hard situations to be in. And I, I think they both take work not only to move, but to stay where you are. But I, I was kind of narrowing it all down to like, how bad do you want it? Right. Mm -hmm. So like with, in both of those situations, I feel like that question applies to both situations. Whether you know what to do and you just haven't acted on it, how bad do you want it? If you don't know what to do, but you're just doing things anyway, how bad do you want it? Like, are you willing to seek out the knowledge is going to help you have a more successful trajectory? Are you willing to seek out the mentors who have done this before and are willing and able to help you? Um, are you going to pick up a book and you know expand your knowledge to be able to make more more wise decisions, you know? So I was, I was thinking about like the question that would kind of like differentiate the two, but I feel like it's, it's a, it's the same question in both scenarios. And man, how do I not, how do I not ramble about this? Cause like, as you were listening, there were so many different like questions and comments like coming up in my head. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I don't think that one is worse over the other. I think they both suck. <laughs> I think, I think both spaces, I think both spaces are terrible to be in. And I feel like, um, I feel like I can say this for us both. I think that Martel and I both tend to err on the side of like, we know what to do. We just haven't done it. And <laughs> yeah, speaking, speaking for both of us, it sucks to be in that space because it's like, okay, for me, at least I'll speak for myself for a little bit. I am incredibly analytical. Like I will try to come up with every single situation that would happen if I take this step and it's misstep, take this step and it works, take this step and at least another step. But then that's for me, what brings anxiety. So for example, reflecting on the past is depression. Staying where you are is what's going to breed your results. But trying to look into the future, trying to look into the future too hard. I think it's important to like, you know, plan and goal set and like create a vision for your life and what you want. But trying to predict what's going to happen in an obsessive manner is what create, creates anxiety for myself. And that's the space that I typically find myself operating in. Granted, I have experienced depression, but like anxiety is where I tend to kind of hang out when it comes to thinking about uh knowing the information but not acting on it how about you martel 
Gotcha. I well, just real quick. You said, "How bad do you want it?" Yeah. And I think that really is the centerpiece of the question. Like seriously, because right? yeah, how bad do you want it? Um, that talks about your why. Like, why is it important to you? So. Mm -hmm. Prime example. So I made a video not too long ago and I was talking about um, I had a conversation with a friend. He called me and he was he said, you know, he's been seeing my stuff and he's just and he's dealing with uh, he has a job, but he has this stuff that he wants to work on. He has his he has footage that he wants to edit. He wants to go ahead and shop it around. He wants to see how he can use what he has or what he knows to go get a better job or get a higher paying job or or go get uh, new video gigs. But the thing is, like, after he gets off work, he just sits, plays video games, watches movies, talks to friends, whatever, whatever. And he knows in his head that he wants to be doing these things that he know he knows that he should be doing this, these things so that he can go get what he wants to get. And so when I was talking to him, I was I just continuously I, I was thinking about, OK, what what do I do? to make sure that I keep going. Like I have these different uh, systems in place that I know that will get me to, to work no matter what. But before that stuff, before that stuff comes, why I would put that stuff in place? Why would I start? Why is it important for me to possibly lose sleep, to possibly not go hang out with a friend, to possibly not go buy X, Y, and Z, that would be cool, but doesn't get me to where I wanna go. Why would I do that? And so like, I think the, the why gets you out of bed. I think the why will make you actually move into action so that to, to the point where you become uncomfortable. So like not having that why or not having a strong enough why, you're probably comfortable where you are. And then having that why makes you uncomfortable because you know where you could be. And so you have to get up and move. So whether you're at the place where you don't know what to do or you know what to do and you haven't done it, that why makes sure that you go take an action. You have to mm -hmm. keep going. You have to go. Because, I mean, think about it like we, we might believe that we know what to do, right? Mm -hmm. But a mm -hmm. lot of stuff, and especially what and what I do is you you know what to do and then you realize well you have you have you have to do what you think you know to do and then you realize that x y and z needs to be tweaked on that knowing what to do and then you actually get to moving so but we already know that uh, in advance we're going to mess up we're going to learn from that and then we're going to get there so knowing what to do could just mean i know this is the step that's going to get me to the next step that's going to get me the next step that's going to get me to the next step and it's a process every time but that why keeps me moving who we have to we got to unpack that a little bit because you can tell when people don't have a why and something that i want to make sure is like super clear here is just because you have a why doesn't mean you are not, well, what am I looking for? You're not subject to changing direction. Your why can stay the same, but your purpose may shift. Your why can stay the same and your walk may slow down. Your why can stay the same and you know the people that you thought was gonna be with you are no longer with you 
because they don't fit into that why. And I, I really want to just take a moment here and talk about how big this is, not only to have a why, but to understand like that why needs to dictate how you walk, how you talk, what you say to yourself, what, what you pray over yourself, what you speak over yourself, what you, who you allow in, right? And we've kind of touched on this in some certain episodes, but um, Martell and I have this in common. We are relentless about the things that we have determined right now to be our why. And granted, like this is called the Young and Anointed Podcast for a reason. Okay. When it comes to understanding your purpose and acting and living in it, there are some people who don't fit. There are some people and things and ideas, words, activities, um, uh, events that don't fit into that why. And it's it's so important to really get clear on that. Otherwise you will be tumbling through life. You will sincerely be tumbling through life. And I don't I don't want to like keep like using ourselves as an example because like what I need to be I need this to be clear as well. We are not the greatest at what we do. Is that what we're aiming for? Yes. But we are not the end all be all sources of wisdom when it comes to everything. But we are clear. <laughs> okay, we're clear about the relentless pursuit um, of our passions and being being intentional about what we what we bring into our lives and ensuring it's going to not only just like keep us focused, but also help us multiply like the goods and the fruits that that we're we're working to like um, anoint ourselves within. So. Uh, so, so many thoughts, but I just kind of wanted to zoom in a little bit on like why having a why is important. You cannot float through life. Okay. You can't float through life. And like, I kind of wanted to um, change gears too, to like living a lukewarm life. Um, I won't go as far. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna leave y'all alone today, but I won't get to go as far as like lukewarm Christians because that's a whole nother topic. That's a whole nother topic, but living a lukewarm life in the context of this verse. I kind of wanted to hear your thoughts about that, Martel. Yeah. I'm just hold up, just type, just writing these these notes. Cause you did you, <laughs> okay. you went back to the title of the whole show and you, you don't wanna <laughs> the title of the whole show. I didn't even think of I didn't it didn't even click. The young and anointed podcast. We're talking about the relentless pursuit. Young and anointed, meaning that we don't know everything. <laughs> Yeah, but we're moving. These are every episode is a lesson learned. We're talking about stuff that we have either we because one thing that I've that I've read in Proverbs that I've learned is very valuable is one being able to learn from your own mistakes, but two, being able to learn from things that you see experiences from other people and other people's mistakes. And so that's what we talk about here. <laughs> that is what that is what this <laughs> whole thing is. <laughs> Like yes. we're we're not just you know sitting here. We we haven't messed up on every single thing. We haven't lived that long, okay? But we have seen. We pay attention to what happens around us, and we take the lesson from that, and we try to apply it to our own lives. And we want to talk about it right here. So one, it becomes more ingrained in us. But two, maybe you can avoid it as well. This is the young and anointed podcast. Indeed, <laughs> that relentless, indeed. relentless pursuit of our purpose and passions. That, that's, that's what it's about. But um, lukewarm. Lukewarm life, a lukewarm life. Now, I, I kind of got to I kind of got to to spitting yesterday when we was on the phone talking about this thing. 
Luke, oh, see, look at that. My dad, lukewarm description. Uh, the Bible describes our generation as lukewarm people. What I mean by lukewarm, for those who've never heard of the reference, is um, it's being in between. Like you're not to this or you're not to that. You're not really going after it, but you're not like at the bottom. So like I always think of like the people um, and, you know, let, let, let's just discuss this, this idea, because I, I was I think I tweeted yesterday. I was thinking that people who start from nothing, people who start from the absolute rock bottom ground zero mentally. I feel like it is an easier road for them to make it to extreme heights than it is for people who come from that middle ground, the middle class. They've got enough. Everything is okay because the person who comes from ground zero, they know that the only way that they can go is up. They have to go. They have to move. Some of some people won't survive if they stay at the level that they're at. Right. So they know that they have to move forward. That's a place where saying that, OK, I'm going to get I'm going to get up at this time and get to work is uh, no question. There's no question about it. You have to do that or you won't make it, period. But then that person who's in that lukewarm area where they're like, I could get up at 6 a.m., but I also could get up at 8 a.m. Because either way, <laughs> I'm fine. And so like that person, that person on that side, it's going to take a little bit more energy, a little bit more e effort and a little bit more. A, no, it's going to take a stronger why for them to actually move into action at that point. We deal with lukewarm people in all different areas of life, but um, we can talk about lukewarm Christians, people who, they, you know, they think they, they know they know what to do. The Bible actually talks about like how. Um, the prostitute or the person who was the ex-convict and they've been beaten and all this other stuff, they are more likely to enter the kingdom than the person who they come from. Uh, they think that they know everything. They're religious. They're, they think they understand the Bible and God and everything else. And and they won't they won't they don't want to talk to you about any of that stuff because they already know it. But they're still making mistakes on a daily basis, but they're so stuck in their ways that they don't want to actually take any action to change. The person who's coming from absolute nothing, the person who's coming from I know I was wrong, they know that they need to make a change. They're more malleable. It says you got to be like the kid. You got to be like the child. You got to be willing to learn, be willing to change so that you can, co so you, so you, so you, that you can get to the place where God wants you to be. And so when you talk about a lukewarm life, that's living, playing and residing in that middle ground. You, you, you're comfortable. You got to get a little uncomfortable to take an action to get comfortable again. So it's like that lukewarm life is I've got a job. Yeah, I work nine to five. After work, I could be doing X, Y, and Z because I do, I would like to go get that new thing. I would like to be doing this. I would like to be getting paid more. Like I would like to get a different job where I can get paid more or get a raise. I'd like to do, uh, I'd like to be able to do these other things that I have in my head. But if I don't do anything extra, I can stay where I'm at. <laughs> ooh, you're, oh, ooh. Let me, I can't, okay, I won't stay on this for long. 
Lukewarm people settle. Mm -hmm. They won't seek out opportunities to grow and they keep the back door open. If you have decided that something is a part of your purpose, okay, and some other opportunity, I won't even call, I won't even call it a distraction because distractions are fleeting. Opportunities is another door that's presented, right? Mm. It's a back door. If you have not shut the back door, you are not decided. You're not focused. You're not, you're not focused. You're not decided. And to have a decided heart is going to dictate all of your actions and help you to make sense of the feelings that you are experiencing in pursuit of that passion. And I'm fairly new to like, you know, this ideology of like a backdoor, but like just thinking about how often that happens with people, right? You know, like they're working on something, you know, and then something else, not on the same par, but something good comes along. You are lukewarm if you settle. That's all I'm gonna say. Cause I can't say on that long. I'll talk all day on that one. You're, lu you're lukewarm. You, look warm. you just, you look warm. Oh. Look, check, check this out. Oh. So if you are, and I made this, 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 this shook a couple people up. Cause the other day I had made, I tweeted and I made a post on Instagram and it was like, if you, if you still about to do that thing we talked about three months ago, <laughs> if you still about to do that thing that we talked about three months ago, you playing games and it's like because you, you 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 lukewarm you that means look look you you have to be lukewarm to not have taken action yet like how we, we can't be having the same conversation still there's no reason that we you have all this i all this energy and this idea this day and then three months later you still talking about square one Square one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Three months later, you should be telling me about the progress. And if you haven't taken any action, I don't want to hear about the same thing that happened three that you were talking about three months ago. You need to be we need to be having a different conversation at this point. Don't be that person who has this great idea. And then three months later, they're talking about the same idea that they really haven't started yet, but it's still a really good idea. And then a year oh. later, you're still talking about the same thing. And then three four and then 10 years and then you get to a point where it's 30 years later and you're out of time you you, you it's oh. not it doesn't even make sense to be doing that thing anymore it was a great idea back then but you never took action on it you were too lukewarm for too long that you were just way too comfortable to move at all i don't want to hear that same conversation three months later i really don't it's like it's like being stuck on a problem <laughs> and i think we've talked about this before but it's like you come to me with a problem today, right? And then a month later, you come to me with the same problem, but no, nothing has changed. What are you doing? And why haven't you done anything? <laughs> because I know you haven't. And that's the thing. That lukewarm state is an absolutely dangerous place to be. It's okay to be comfortable. It's okay to have achieved and then you're at the place where you're satisfied. But to have a problem, to feel, to believe that you, uh, to, to have a goal, to have something that you wanna achieve, to have an issue that you feel like should be changed and to not take action, you can only blame you at that point. 
It's only I up wanna, to you. I want to zoom into that really quickly because um, I don't I don't know if this is new. <laughs> like he mentioned, we've only been alive for very we haven't been alive for very long, but. I don't know if this is new, but consistently and like mainly on social media, I'm seeing a lot of content that like, you know, reminds people to take a break, you know, um, really is trying to get way away from like grind culture. And I want to zoom into that because I, I keep I see it very often. Right. And it talks about how like, oh, you don't need to do this. Like you don't need to keep up with everybody else. That is true. But some people will latch onto that thought and settle because their lukewarm tendencies are being affirmed, right? And I, I wanna, I'm treading on a very thin line here because it's okay to rest. Yes, rest is productive. But if you get comfortable with resting and you are no longer comfortable with the uncomfortable to the point where you can't grow because growth occurs outside of your comfort zone. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you'll notice that as you, as you begin to take on bigger and more impactful things, it's going to require more of you. You can't stop because you're tired or you can't stop because you're being pushed. Now that brings up the other topic of mental health. If in the pursuit of, you know, something great that you just can't handle the bad times, like you just so weary. And that's, that's another topic. You need to get your mental health in check so you can be equipped to fight against these wars because they are wars. There are going to mm -hmm. be things that are going to try to stop you along the way. And people, people expect, people expect growth to be sunshine and rainbows. Like, oh, if I if I read more or here's the thing, too, <laughs> I, I get what what I pray for when I ask for wisdom. You know what happens when I pray for wisdom? Tell us. I go through situations <laughs> that require me to pull on the wisdom that I have. Oh, oh. And then also attain more wisdom. Right. So that mm -hmm. will bring me troublesome people. It'll force me to use my wisdom to get through the situation. So be careful okay. about what you ask for. Recognize that that's going to bring trials and tribulations. And that's okay. That is okay. And I, I just wanted to bring it up for a little bit. That's a, an entirely, I've got about three episode ideas, but that's an entirely different episode. Being, being cognizant of how the world will tell you that it's okay to be lukewarm. Be careful. Really, really look at the, 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 the things that you're really ingesting because so many people take a look at that and then start identifying that as their truth. And you can't do that. You cannot do that with everything that you see. Oh, I'm going to get annoyed. Let me get off this one. I'll start yelling over this one because, yes, you should rest. Indeed. Absolutely. Indeed. I, have I not? Have I not shown y'all throughout these episodes that I have pushed myself to the point where I'll have health issues because of how stressed I am? That's not good. But I kept passing up opportunities to heal so that I could be stronger for the things that God has for me. So I had to stop and be retroactive about the healing. But now, now, now I'm strong enough to bear the things that God has me carrying to get to the glory land. Okay. So I just wanted to zoom into that really quickly because so many people are like, oh, like, you're always doing a lot. Yes. Yes. A do I need to, to be do. doing everything? Do I need to be doing everything? No, absolutely not. And there was a time where I didn't know how to say no. But now that I've granted myself with the freedom to say no, I'm available to say yes. 
that's a whole that's a whole nother cloud of thought. But okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm finished. Yes, ma'am. Hey, so we're at that time, but let me just zoom into this this scripture one more time. In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. Now, just specifically about this verse, that means that, yes, you might be sitting in your home and you believe that <laughs> you prayed for something and it's supposed to happen. That's cool. You, that is great. But if you don't get moving on it and act on that faith, it, it, it means nothing. Example, if I say, if I pray, I'm like, you know what, God, I am trying to make $10,000 every month. $10,000 every month. God, please give me the opportunity, the resources, bring the people to, and that I need in order for me to get to that goal, right? But then I continue to just work my regular nine to five. I do nothing different. And I look up and nothing has happened. <laughs> oh my gosh, but I had my faith. I believed, I believed that it was gonna happen. Uh, but I didn't do anything different from, from what I was already doing. We already know what it what insane, what it what it looks like to be insane is doing the same thing and then expecting expecting a different result. So you believed in you believed that this thing was supposed to happen. You believed that, you know, the Bible said if you ask, it shall be given to you. If you seek, you'll find. If you knock, the door is gonna be opened. But you didn't do anything, right? The door was open, you never walked through it. <laughs> mm. ah! You you sought it out, but you never opened your eyes. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, so let's just stay on that example. I asked for this and I and I believe that the resources are gonna happen. That means that I need to just go ahead and full force, do what I need to do, do what I know to do, like we were talking about before, or find out what I need to do and then get to it immediately and then expect that the result will be exactly what I prayed for. That's faith and works. Put it working together to get to that result. Faith without works is dead. Faith with works puts the verses into action. That gives it that power. That's all I got to say about that. Karen. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> that's <laughs> do you do you have those words of wisdom for the week oh i do um mm. Mm. it's literally it's james 217 that's it i i cannot think of anything better that would end off this episode and martel just said it but i'll read it again and i also encourage you to look up the message version of this verse as well. It's incredibly impactful. The message version is just um, a version that really just translates the Bible to be um, focused on emphasis and just um, an impact. So just like take a look at it, James 2.17, the message version. But um, today we're reading from the different version, just the same one. James 2.17 as read four different times throughout this episode. In the same way, Faith by itself, 
if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. It's dead. It's dead. It's dead. Please, you could know. you say that one it's, more time? It's gone. Sure, sure. For the sure, people sure, in the sure. back. For the people in the back here. <laughs> For the people in the back here. Bring the mic closer to my to my my face. James two seventeen. In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. Stop playing with him. Y'all know what it is. This is the Young and Anointed Podcast, episode number 40, James 2, 17. I'm Martel. And I'm Karen Hubbard, otherwise known as Queen K. I need a crown. Let me bring a crown next time. And we gonna see y'all next week, okay? <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. We'll talk to y'all later. Peace.